Welcome to the Saving Grace Adventist Church Sermon Podcast. We pray that you will be blessed by the Word of God. I want you to follow me closely because today is like giving a lecture, Brother Brian, like a lecture. In the beginning, Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, at that point, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. But you know something? Remember, God is creator. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 27, Verse 27. It says, so God did something special. God made man in his own image. You remember that one? God made man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Come on now. Note something special now. God made man in his own image. First of all, God made. And, and, and that's a work that none of us can do. We cannot make people. So God made man. This man now is important because God made him. God made him. And then to be inclusive, notice it says male and female created he them. So the lady is not excluded. Not excluded at all. The lady is also in the creation of God. God's work. But man is used to cover male and female. God made man, meaning man, male and female, are both precious, important. But what is more, is that God made man in his own image. Come on now. He's important because God made him. And now we're seeing that he made him in his own image. Character image. Made him upright. I mean physically too. <laughs> physically upright. He's not down there on four. No, he's standing and, and then moving around uprightly. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> and then made him uprightly in the spiritual way. Spiritually upright. Perfect. Coming from the hand of God. I mean, perfect. So that here we see now that the man 
was made in the image of God, basically the man is important. And he is of such importance that, listen to me, God became so concerned about one made in his image that he could not leave him out of his thought or his plan. And so God made a great, great decision to let man become a part of his great plan Amen. because the man was made in his image. Yeah. In his image. We are not just living beings. We are important human beings. Yeah. Oh yes. Important human beings. Because we've been made in the image of God. So now, <laughs> look at what happens now. Every time this time of the year comes around, people remember Santa Claus. Now, Santa Claus was inspired by one of the other saints, Nicholas. You remember? Saint Nicholas. Santa was inspired by Nicholas. You know, to have in the kind of power that he has to go around and, and give gifts to everybody. Nicholas, Saint Nicholas, inspired him. And so around this time of the year, people talk more about Santa Claus than about the real cause. And, and, and the reason for the birth of Jesus is that mercy said no. I want you to understand this now. The reason for the birth or the reason for the season is that mercy said no. How and why did mercy say no? Well, we had man who was made in the image of God. And the Lord and man had such a nice relationship at the Clark. And he used to be in the garden there with his wife and they're talking and up and down. And one day the Lord came along and he calling Adam. <laughs> no answer. Adam, <laughs> no answer. Eventually he answered. And, and he said, well, I heard your voice. I heard your voice. Genesis chapter 3. You can read on down from verse 10. I, I heard your voice in the garden. But um, I was afraid, and so I hid myself because I was naked. I was afraid, hid, because he hid himself because he was naked. And so the Lord, like you and I, was saying, naked, 
Well, who told you? <laughs> who told you that you were naked? Huh? He said, for adventure, or could it be that you ate of that fruit that I commanded you not to eat of? <laughs> and the man said, well, the woman you gave to be with me, she gave me, and I did eat. Isn't that something? Do you know that that, just that and right there, Have you ever heard this term that the folk use? Activate. There and then, the plan of redemption was activated. Amen. The plan of redemption was activated. When you get a credit card, Hey, they tell you that you must call in and activate it, you know, activate it. So the plan of redemption was activated when our great-great-great-grandfather sinned. The plan of redemption. And what was entailed in the plan of redemption? Jesus coming to earth as a baby. Are you listening to me? As a baby. So, when we think of the plan of redemption, we have to think of it as a loving plan. A plan of love. Why I say that? Because the redemption plan, thinking of God, having made man in his own image, seeing the man going astray. He could have said, all right, okay, let him go. Let him pay for his disobedience. He's going to pay for it, yes, but not, not that kind of way. I want you to understand something special. The Bible is still saying, remember I said to you that the Lord made man in his own image? Yeah. Now, in Genesis, Brother Parry, chapter 2 and verse 7, something special is mentioned there. I want you to see how that the blessed Lord, he formed man, eh? and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the earth, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, huh? and the man became what? A living soul. I want you to hold that now. He became a living soul. And this man sinned back there. Now, 
Ezekiel chapter 4, rather 18. Let's get it straight. Ezekiel chapter 18. We have verses 4 and 20. In those two verses, you find these words. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. Man became what? A living soul. And the Bible says that the soul that sinneth, it shall die. Now this death is the second death. Don't get mixed up now. It's not the first death which is a consequence of sin. No, this one is in tune with Romans chapter 3. Or rather 6. Chapter 6 and verse 23. Where he says... The wages of sin is death. Death. So that the soul that sinneth, it shall die. But it must pay the death, the second death, the second one. Not the first death, which was a consequence of sin. As we would study in there, in the same Romans, Romans chapter 5. And in verse 12, therefore as by one man sin entered the world and death by sin and death is passed upon all men because all have, that's the first death. Come on now. But when the man sins against the law, when we look in first, when we look at first John, Chapter 3 and verse 4. Whosoever commits sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. So the person who transgresses the law comes under the condemnation of the law. Are you following me? Comes under the condemnation of the law. Therefore the law now demands the death of the of the sinner. And that's the eternal death. The second death. But in Genesis chapter 3. And verse 15. The Lord came on in there. And he says I'll put enmity. Between. Thee the serpent. And, and the woman. I, I want you to see something special now. The law demands the death of the sinner. Now the Bible says the soul that sinneth, it shall die. But the Lord Jesus said, I am going in there and meet the demands of the law. And I'm going as a baby. I'm going to start as a baby. That's the reason for the season. I'm going to start as a baby. As a baby. As a matter of fact, it was prophesied. Isaiah chapter 7 and verse 14 says that a virgin is going to conceive around. Bear a son and you're going to call his name Emmanuel. Now I want you to see something special. And when we come down now to Matthew. 
Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21. Inside the air he said, and she shall bring forth a son. And thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Come on now. A little child coming into the world. How many of us living today understand what it really means to have a season such as this? We call it the Christmas season. And back on the island, they say Christmas means a mass or a church service for Christ in honor of Christ. Christmas, a mass or church service for Christ in honor of him. But we get lost sometimes in entertainment, bewildered. We do not understand sometimes what it means to have Jesus come as a baby. Sometimes. But it's because mercy said no. Because the man was supposed to die the second death. And see, we have now a God, a benevolent God. A, re a God of redeeming love. Redeeming love. A God who cares. A God who provides. And he said, no, I'm going to take his place and give him a second chance. Come on now, folks. Mercy said no. Don't let him have now the second death, the eternal death. No. I'm going to. Get in there and give him yet another opportunity to qualify for eternity. I'm going in there and pay the price. Mercy said no. And so we understand as we look closely into the picture. We see the blessed Lord and the messages that have come forth. Even Luke. And I like, I like how Dr. Luke puts it. Luke chapter 1 and verse 31, it says, A virgin shall conceive in her womb and shall have a son and shall call his name Jesus. I want you to see something special now. It says that, And he shall be great. Note carefully. And he shall be great. I mean great. And he said the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Isn't that something? A king. A special person now. He's going to give him the throne of his father David. And he's going to rule over the house of Jacob. Oh, yes. He's going to rule over that house of Jacob, meaning Israel. Israel. 
the house of, of Jacob. You're no ordinary person. No ordinary person. And he's going to do it not just for a little time. He's going to do it. He's going to do it forever. And he said, and of his kingdom, I want you to see closely, and of his kingdom, there shall be no end. When we look at Genesis again, 49 and verse 10, Genesis 49, verse 10, it says there, the scepter, that little stick that may not mean so much for some people. <laughs> but it's very authoritative, you know, very powerful. The scepter shall not depart from Judah. King. We just did in the song, he was born a child and yet a king. And yet a king. I want you to see something special. And he says that this child is going to be great. Great. And the Lord shall give unto him the throne of his father, David. Not specially now. And we go to verse 50 of the same chapter. And 50 tells us that, oh, his mercy shall be. On all them that fear him. Come on now. His mercy. His mercy. Is on all them. That fear him. Mercy said. No. Mercy said no. If you fear the Lord. If you fear the Lord. If you love the Lord. Because the Lord intervened and, and, and caused his son to come and to take the place of the sinner. If you fear the Lord, mercy is saying no in your case and mine. Mercy is still saying no. Isn't that something? Mercy says no. Our blessed Lord, he wants the people of earth to understand that his divine intervention is not just a simple matter. When Adam sinned in the garden, the Lord made provision. As a matter of fact, before he was made, the Lord provided for him all that he would need. Isn't that something? Before making him. The God who provides. Jehovah Jireh. He provides. He provides. What else did he do when he noticed that Adam should know now that he cares and that he still provides. He said it's not good for the man to be alone. It was not a discovery. It was not a statement of discovery. 
Please don't think that the Lord just discovered that. No. It was a statement to show how much he cares. How much he cares. It was no, nothing to, to say that I'm now discovering that he should not be alone. The God who provides. I will make for him a help that is appropriate. Help me. Somebody that would fit in nicely. A God who provides. Come to think of that. He cares. Why is God after us on a daily basis? Because we have been made in his image. We are important. And mercy is still saying no. And as long as the probationary period lasts, mercy is going to say no. I'm not going to let him go. Mercy says no. And so we can appreciate what God is doing on our behalf. Realizing that he is the God of second chance. And second chances. What a God. What a God. And because the time is... Oh, you don't have one. I have it. But as the time is going up there, I'm going to let you know now. Adam got a second chance. Abraham. Name them. The patriarchs and the prophets. Name them. Coming down the line. Jacob. Second chance. Coming down, all the way down. Peter, second chance. Leroy, second chance. Campbell, second chance. Leo, second chance. What a God of second chance. Mercy said no. And the Lord met the woman at the well. John chapter 4. And you studied there. Talking with her so well. Speaking with her. Giving her the opportunity to have a second chance. Second chance. But you know, Elder Campbell, I like this one. This one is in John Chapter 8. And there at verse 10, something special happened. Chapter 8. The narrative, it goes like this. The brethren around, the Pharisees, said that they caught this woman in adultery, in the very act. But they were so hypocritical that they only brought the woman. They didn't bring the man. 
I don't know it can be done by just one person. And, and besides that caught in the act. If it's caught in the act, so, so you have the man. But they only brought the woman. And so the Lord, the Lord bent over and he wrote. And then verse 10 says, and when he lifted up himself, he saw no one but the woman. Uh, when he lifted up himself, he saw no one but the woman. And the others are gone. Uh -huh. Condemned and gone. Gone. Condemned themselves. Gone. Gone. And so he said, woman, we should, where are thine accusers? <laughs> He said, did no man condemn thee? And he said, no man, Lord. Isn't that something? Firstly, no man, Lord. And so the Lord said, neither do I condemn thee. In John, listen to me now. In John chapter 3 and verse 17, it says, for God sent not his son into the world, to condemn the world. Amen. But that the world through him. Might be saved. Amen. In other words. He's showing himself. As a God of redeeming love. A God of the second chance. In other words. I'm not come to condemn you. Yes you sinned. But I want to help you. I want to help you. And that's why I came as a baby. I want to help you. Mercy is saying no. I'm not going to let him go. I'm going to give him yet another opportunity to qualify for eternity. I am going to take his place. And if he would just trust me. And so he said, he said, neither do I condemn you. But you know what he said? He said, go and sin no more. Now today, it would sound like some people are telling other people, go and sin no more than you used to. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not like they're not understanding what the blessed Lord was saying. He said, go and sin no more. Because in that way, you're going to show appreciation for what I have done for you. And you're making an effort by my grace, which is sufficient, to live the life that you were born to live. You were made in my image. Come on now. And so the plan of redemption is what? To restore in man the image in which he was created. Are we getting the picture? The plan of redemption. The blessed Lord came as a baby. The reason for the season. He came as a baby into this world. So that, so that the plan of redemption can become a grand reality. 
for man to come back to the image in which he was created, Amen. restored. No wonder 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17, it says, if any man be in Christ, yes. come on. He is not the old man. He is a new creature. All things are passed away. And behold, which means look, notice, behold, look, see it for yourself. All things are become new. Amen. Things are different now. Because Christ makes the difference. He gives hope. Come on now. He gives hope. And so he's saying, go and sin no more. What if we would do that? What if we would do that and those of us who are not doing that, oh Lord, how can you miss that he is a God of second chance? How can we miss that he's a God of second chance if we are still sinning or have sinned since the last one? He's a God of second chance. It is the reason for the season. What are we going to do with it? What is our approach to it? How are we to grasp it? Haphazardly? Confidently? With New Year's res res resolutions? You're going to resolve to be the person who would go and sin no more. That's what he wants. For us to go and sin no more. And why? 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 Because Isaiah 43. When you look in Isaiah 43. Come to think of it. Coming down to verse 6. Coming down there. He says he's going to say to the north. Ah, there comes a time. There comes a time, Elder Campbell, when the Lord is going to say to the north, give up and to the south, keep not back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Listen to this verse now. Listen to this next one now. He says, even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. Come on now, folks. Come on now. When, when, when the Lord says, go and sin no more, it's because we've been created for his glory. Created for his glory. He said, I have formed him. Yea, I have made him. For his glory. That's why he says, go and sin no more. Brethren, it's not simple on a human level. We cannot do it. We cannot abstain from sin on a human level. We need the power of God, we need the power of God. And that's the reason for the season. Amen. 
Mercy says no. I'm going to give him another chance. What do we do with this other chance? What do we do with it? I said, during our period of existence, let it be that our desire is to glorify God. Do you know, in closing, and as I look at the time, I said I would better close. In closing, I want to bring to your attention something special, Elder Parchment. This, this particular, there are two verses. Psalms 19. Psalm 19 and verse 13 to begin with. You know what it says there? It says, keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. Come on now. Keep back. Keep back thy servant. You know, a lot of people know the next verse, especially in Adventist circles. Oh, yeah. Verse 14, almost everybody knows that one. But verse 13, we need to pay attention to that. He said, keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sin. Let them not have dominion over me. No. He said, then shall I be upright and shall be innocent from the great transgression. Which means transgressing the law. Innocent from the great transgression. Then now, then now comes the verse that is known so well by all of us. And let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable. Come on now, folks. Go and sin no more. So let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, my strength. And what now? My Redeemer. My Redeemer. That's the reason for the season. Amen. You agree with me? We'll just stand for prayer. You agree with me? That's the reason for the season. Let's pray. Let's pray. Brudge. I don't know, but I feel impressed throughout you. Oh, Lord in heaven, thank you for this wonderful day. Thank you for the wonderful sermon that we were all able to hear today. Oh, Lord, please bless all of us. Please keep us all safe. Keep us away from sin. Please help us all to look towards you when we are in trouble, when we are in need, when times are tough, when we are down. It is easy to look towards you, Lord, when things are easy. When things are tough, we want to rely on ourselves and we should rely on you more, Lord. The time is coming. The time is near. Please open up all of our eyes and our hearts. Help us all to be one with you, Lord, because you are our savior. You are our shield. You are our sword. You are everything that we need in this life. Lord, you know that 
Everything in this life isn't going to be easy for us. But through you, it will be. Lord, I thank you for all that you've given me, and I thank you for all that you've taken away from me. Because I know it is you that has shown me the right path, the path that I need to take, the path that I should take. I know there are multiple paths in this life, but I know as long as I trust in you, I will find my way. Thank you, Lord, for everything. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to today's message. We are always encouraged to know how God is working through this ministry to touch lives. If you have a story to share of how God is working in your life, please let us know by sending an email at podcast at savinggracesda.org. As the Holy Spirit impresses you, you may also support this ministry financially by visiting savinggracesda.org.